Listen, you know why you here, and I know why you came. Let's not play no games and get straight to it. This is the power of the vessel, a podcast for the spirit. Glory be to God. You hear me? Glory be to God. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day if you want today to be a beautiful day. God has given you charge of that. Because you have connected yourself to the Father and you are a faithful servant to the Father, you have his likeness. So now you have connections like that where you can tell the world what you want the world to be for you today. Glory be to God. But today, let's talk on it. Let's talk on it. I know you already seen the title. So, you know, if you're spiritual and strong and meant to understand, that means you're really trying to get fed spiritually to help you grow in your spiritual growth and your walk with God. And there's other people that may be here just to see what's being talked about. But one thing before I get into this, I'm not a man pleaser. I am, I am one that only pleases the Father. I only care to please the one that gives me my desires, my needs, and my wants. Glory be to God. So let's get straight to it. Christ died. He died not just for some of the world, but the whole world. You hear what I'm saying? He said it's finished, it's done, so on and so forth. So that means everybody has salvation. When people are still living in the past tense as if Christ didn't do what he did, it... it it messes, it messes up the scripture. And this is why God, that, that's why I tell people, I can't teach you. I can only expose what God already taught you. Glory be to God. So if you're walking with God, you already know what's up. If you're trying to walk with God, I'm going to tell you what's up. You're saved. Period. You're saved. If you believed you saved, then you're saved. Period. He said you are what you believe. If you believe it, so shall it be. Asking you shall receive. Lord, save me. You're saved. What 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 was the scripture? He said, everything can be forgiven. The only thing that will not be forgiven is if you deny the Holy Spirit. If you deny the Holy Spirit, that's 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 un, that's I'm not forgiving that. But everything else can be forgiven. And I told y'all before, I think I said these said I say this in the live so many times. Let's look at the big passages. So we could put ourselves in comfort mode to know how protected we really are through the blood of Christ. You feel what I'm saying? To see how connected we really are in our salvation. We're really connected, all of us. Because there's another passage we need to pay attention to. God said, I will honor those who are willing to honor me. I will honor those who are willing to to honor me this includes the homosexual the same people that the wicked people the ungodly people keep trying to cast into hell and keep trying to brainwash this this mind state that god does not love them and a lot of people when it comes to this topic they try to sway away from this topic or they try to talk in an aspect of like oh well i'm not one to judge the judgment has already been set the only people that are going to hell are the ungodly, the wicked people that know what it's supposed to be to be a God but are not acting as such. The people that have God's likeness and know God's likeness but not are not acting in the way that God would act. We can't forget that God said, I want you to love your neighbor. So is it love to your neighbor to throw your neighbor into hell, to call them wicked, to say that they're committing abominate, abominable acts against God. 
And this is a word that we have to look at because it has so much power because of the stigmatism attached to it. Abomination. All abomination means is to dislike. And if, if, if you're telling the homosexuals that they're doing something that God does not like to the point where they're getting thrown in the lake of fire, in the pits of hell, because they have committed an abominable act, an abomination, then we're all going to hell. Because we're all doing something that God dislikes. And there's one thing, there's one sin that we all have committed. And that's lying. That is an abomination to the Lord. You see what I'm saying? And this is why I love Christ's teachings. And this is why I bow to the Father and only to the Father. Because this makes sense why Christ said, he without sin, let him cast the first stone. And if people are not understanding that Christ saved us from sin, why are we still looking at the sinful nature of the flesh when we're supposed to be living in the spirit? Why are we forgetting that God is the God of all spirits? So this homosexual that people are trying to throw into the lake of fire, they're forgetting that God has created them to be who they are. This is just one version of them in this realm. They may not be even a homo in the next world to come. And I say homo because that's the, that's a word that we could relate to in this generation. You feel me? I don't like none of the other words, but you know, homo, slang term. There's so many different versions of you. You may not be a homosexual in this realm, but you may have been a homosexual in the realm before this one or the realm to come. You feel me? But you have been saved because God said, I will honor those who are willing to honor me. So why are we stopping people from honoring God, bowing to God? Why are we forgetting that we as individuals are supposed to work out our own salvation? You hear what I'm saying? I don't understand why people are so afraid to spit the truth, knowing that God honors the truth. How is this not truthful that God loves every creation when God says that. And if we've done something, and this, this is the thing. Nowhere in the scripture does it say a woman on woman was, was an act. Now, this is, I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about the disciples. Because Christ said what he said about the disciples, that everybody around him is not for him. Christ tells you about the disciples that would turn later on down the road to the left hand. He, he, he explains that. And if you've been studying yourself approved, you know what I'm talking about. So I don't I don't take every word that the disciples spit on because you can see when they're moving in the Holy Spirit and you can see when they're moving in the flesh. Glory be to God. And if you're moving in the spirit, you can see the twist. And if you're dealing if you're dealing with people right now, you could bear witness to what I'm talking about. You can see the switch when somebody's in and out certain spirits. Glory be to God. But back to it. God never said he was casting homosexuals into hell god at one point turned his back to the whole world and allowed man now i'm not talking masculine man i'm talking man in one that one group he he turned his back and allowed man to give in to all the lustful acts and to the desires nobody wanted to serve god so god just walked away you hear what i'm saying 
He walked away. And as he walked away, seeds, certain seeds mixed with each other that should have not even mixed. If we were still the holy nation. They mixed with each other. But see, the holy nation did not want to be a holy nation. And this is why God wants to honor those who want whoever wants to honor him. He's going to honor. This is where it came from, because they didn't want God to be their God. They wanted kings just like the other nations. They didn't want to be separated and isolated. They want to be amongst the crowd. And God told Samuel, it's OK. We'll give them what they want. But don't think that I'm not going to get what I want. Yeah. I'm taking anybody who wants to serve me. We even witnessed that God took a whore and made a whore, a, a, a beautiful, blessed nation out of out of a whore. You understand what I'm saying? God is going to get praise and he's willing to take praise from anybody who wants to give him praise. Glory be to God. But why? That's the thing. Why are we stopping people from praising God? Why are we stopping people from running to God and talking to God on a personal level so they could talk to God and make a, a, a personal covenant within the covenant, within the covenant, so everybody could live in the promise of the promise? You hear what I'm saying? Why? And then another thing, if you're not a homosexual, why are you so keen on focusing on what they're doing with their life? And if you're looking at what they're doing with their life, how can you seek righteousness? Because it's an uh, imbalance, another abomination to walk unbalanced with God. So if you're not looking at God because you're so focused on looking at homosexuals to cast them into the pits of fire, you too are going to hell because now you're not seeking righteousness. If you say that homosexuals are not righteous. You see what I'm saying? Let he without sin cast the first stone. But he that has a pure heart that see God should have the, the likeness of their father because now they have been adopted by the father in heaven and is a child of God. And now you see everybody as a child of God that you look at that homosexual and you let them know, no, you have salvation. You are saved. You have been saved because you're still moving amongst me. So let's move amongst each other towards the father and praise him together. But I thought God doesn't like homosexuals. No, that's that's changed. Those people are still living in the past tense. They're living in the past. Christ saved us all. Now it's up to you to have that conversation with God. You know what I'm saying? We all have the one-on-ones now. He said, I'm going to write it on the tablets of their heart. This is God's words. I'm going to do the teaching. Now I see this creation and what it can become. I'm going to accept the creation for what it is. And those those creations that want to come to me, I'm going to bless them. I'm going to accept them. I'm going to love them for who they are. And that's the thing. They always say it and they don't hear it because they're so focused on trying to condemn people and make them seem like they're the only ones going to heaven. But they say it. It's, they say, oh, come as you are. I'm a homosexual. You should be saying, okay, come as you are. Come as you are. 
God made you. He knew who you were before you came into this world. He knew what you was going to become. He seen the path you was taking. He knew what was going to happen. And yet he still loves you. The only reason you, this has nothing to do with homosexuals no more. This has to do with just believers in God through the teachings of Christ Jesus before anybody else's teachings. If you, if you want to see blessings, you have to praise God at a certain level to see a certain blessing. If you're not seeing those blessings, then that means you're hindering yourself in a certain area that you're supposed to be studying yourself approved and making a daily task. And that's why you're not seeing that blessing yet. But the minute you start doing what God told you to do because he's talking to you in spirit, you will start to see those blessings. You will start seeing the support from your heavenly father. You understand what I'm saying? God is not bashing you anymore. God is not equipping himself to go to war against his child anymore. He's at war with the ungodly. The ones that stand in your way from running to God and embracing God and accepting God because God has already accepted you. That's who he's at war with. So if you have in your mind that God is attacking you, God is against you, please, please let that mind state go. God loves everybody for whoever they want to be. As long as you accept God for who he is and who he's going to be for every child that he has adopted to be his own. And I say that to say that, to say this. You have to understand that what path you're on, the person next to you may not be taking the same path. The level of love you have for God, the next person next to you may not have the same level of love for God you do, but that doesn't mean that they don't believe in the God that you do. You understand what I'm saying? You have to respect everybody's mind state the same way God respects your mind state. You have to adopt the likeness of your father so you can see the world like your father to say everybody is like my father in their own way. Glory be to God. We, we can't forget about the two cities. And this is another reason why people are feeling some type of way about homosexuals and the acts that come from that because of these two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. We, can we slow it down for a minute? Can we slow it down just for a minute and think? Let's judge righteously. God was going to kill two cities off. But everybody stuck on the wickedness that was going on in this city. Do we not understand that the promise was not yet made with Abraham? And that God was still running each nation? Can we slow down and think that God tapped Abraham on the shoulder and said, I want to be your God, but to be your God, you have to remove yourself from your father's country. We don't even know what was going on in Abraham's father's country. They may have had homosexuals, sodomites, and all these other things going on that God was not considering to be wicked. You understand what I'm saying? But he tapped Abraham and said, I want to be your God, your personal God. Are you willing to leave the God that you're bowing to now? Are, are y'all still following me? Are y'all still following me? We can't forget that God, we, we, we don't know what God 
in the promise God made with these two cities that got them clapped off. But we can learn from the promises and the covenants that David had made, that Moses had made, that Joshua and the people that were going into the promised land made, and what happened when they didn't keep the commandments and statutes that got some of the people clapped off, got some of the people swallowed up by the world. So just slow down and think. That's the reason why he clapped off these two cities. Maybe they didn't keep the promise that they said they were going to keep. It had nothing to do with the homosexual acts and the sodomital acts that were going on. And I don't even know if sodomital is a word, but it sounds cute, so we're going to run with it. You hear what I'm saying? We don't know. But I do know Abraham, as a friend, was talking to God and was trying to save those two cities by breaking it down by saying, what if there's 50? What if there's 40? 30? 20? How about 10? And God still heard him out. And said, if there's 10 people in that city, Abraham, because you're a faithful servant to me, because you're my friend, I will not murk these two cities off. But guess what else we can learn from that situation? That these two cities were still clapped off. That God knows more than Abraham. And guess what we can learn as a faithful servant? That even though I may look at them as a homosexual, and I'm looking at them as God may not love them. Obviously, with them breathing the same air that I breathe, there got to be something good in there that God beholds to be pleasing in his eyes. And that's why they still reside next to me. You hear what I'm saying? And this is why Christ say, love everybody. And when you learn to love everybody, you get different benefits from the one that's loving you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We can't forget that God had made Israel, the ones that were in Egypt, the nation of Israel that was stuck in Egypt. Please don't forget that there's other Israels running around. There were other nations of Jacob that were other nations that were not this particular treasure that God has. You feel what I'm saying? It was the nation in Egypt that God said, I want to make you a particular treasure. Now we have to slow down again. He said, I want to make you a particular treasure. That means that everybody else is still a treasure to God. My God, you see what happens when you slow down? And you allow the spirit to teach you. To help you see what God sees and why he loves this world so much. Where he sent his only begotten son to die for it. You hear what I'm saying? Is it so hard to just love and let God be God? It, it, it's so funny. It's so funny because he made them a particular treasure. And because you're a particular treasure, that means I don't want you to shine like this one shines. This one shines, but your shine is going to be much brighter. That's why we have different spirits. You hear what I'm saying? That's why we have different spirits. Some people have a soul. Some people have a spirit. Then you have people that have the Holy Spirit. But that doesn't mean the people with the soul are less valued by God. That just means their shine is not shining like the one that has the Holy Spirit. And that's why, because their shine had to be different from the other ones that were already shining, that were already living in their covenant, that was already living in the promise that God has made with them that we have not heard about. But we can put fill in the gap spiritually to say that God is, long, I mean, they're a nation. 
they're living. So obviously God had a conversation with them, maybe not one-on-one, but through their God. But since their shine is not, it can't be like the holy shine. This is maybe why God was telling them the commandments. Hey, you see them over there doing these, these acts, sacrificing their firstborns and their daughters and walking through the flames of fire and so on and so forth. You're not going to do that. You see them over there committing homosexual acts, but you're a holy nation. So you're not going to do that. In this land, you don't, you're not going to have sodomites or harlots. In those lands, they can do that. But since your shine is going to be different, you can't do that. Now, this is all before Christ did what he did. This is all before this chosen particular treasure walked to God and said, we don't want to be the chosen particular treasures. We want to be like them. They make life look funner than how it is for us. We don't want to talk to you one-on-one. Give us a God that we can talk to to get to you. Moses, Joshua, David. You see what I'm saying? Follow it, man. Follow it, man. And God is still a fair God, like he say he is. Okay, cool. I thought y'all just wanted the personal connection. I thought y'all wanted something that they they couldn't have. But it's all right. Y'all don't want to honor me like that. I'm still going to honor y'all. I'm still going to respect y'all. But I'm going to honor those who want to honor me. Now that y'all said that, and y'all want to be a part of the, everybody else, well, everybody else can be a part of what you are. Everybody's going to be able to shine as, as as bright as they want to. Depending on how close they want to walk with me, that's going to depend. That's going to that's gonna show how, how much shine they have. If you want to be a far off, you'll still have a little shine in you. But your light is not going to be as bright as the person that walks close with me. And if they're a homosexual, as long as they want to bow to me and praise me and, and worship me and make me their only God, then I will, I will make them my only child. I will make them a particular treasure to me. I will make them my favorite. And that's another, people get upset when I say I'm God's favorite. And I think I said this before, but why are you upset that I call myself God's favorite? God doesn't have favorites. And see, they're going off the New Testament. A particular treasure sounds like a favorite treasure out of all the treasures. Glory be to God. But he said he doesn't have favor when it comes to the law. And if if I don't follow his standards as I walk this close with him, he's not going to be like, oh, because I like you, I'm not going to I'm not going to punish you. No, I'm, I'm punishing anybody that deserves punishment and I'm blessing anybody that deserves blessings, even if they are my particular treasure. But if you're my particular treasure, then you know what it's like to rock this close with me. And you're not going to put me in that bind where I got to choose to bless or curse you. And that's why you're my favorite, because you understand and you respect my standards and commandments. But I'm not looking at the world in the flesh no more. I'm looking at the spirit. And that's what God said to Samuel. And that's what Christ said. And that's what I'm saying. God doesn't just say it once. That's why he's a fair God. He's not like man who said, I already told you, you just didn't hear me. No, God keeps repeating himself over and over and over and over and again. So his child until his child's ready to receive it. God said, I'm going to look at the heart. 
when Samuel was trying to anoint the first child of Jesse, he said, no, see, you're looking at the flesh. I'm looking at the spirit. He, he doesn't have the heart that I need. You hear what I'm saying? Christ said the pure in heart will see God. And see, God is specific. Glory be to God. He didn't say the children that are not homosexual will see God. He didn't say the people that are heterosexual are only going to see God. He said those who are pure in heart will see God. That means anybody who's willing to purify their heart and love God with all their heart will see God. God. But the ones that are not willing to love, ones that are not like them, show that they don't hold the likeness of the father that takes care of them. And they, too, are just in their own way. And they, too, are unjust in their own way, just like every other creation. Nobody is above the master. Glory be to God. So nobody should be acting like a master to any student that the master is being a master to. You hear what I'm saying? If they want to love God, it should make you happy. If they want to accept God, it should make you happy. If they're a homosexual and they say they praise God with all their heart, it should make you happy. It should show you that God is doing the impossible. It should show you that God is taking something that you thought to be wicked and showing you the right righteousness in it. It should help you glorify God. It should make you want to hold hands with that end quote, out quote, homosexual that we were taught to hate and say, can we glorify God together? Because you love God at the same level that I love God. You respect God the same way that I respect God. You see God to be a forgiving God like I see God to be a forgiving God because he forgave me for the things that I have done and allowed me to be who I am just like he's doing with you. Glory be to God. But if, if it makes you hate them, my God, that says a lot about your character and how pure your heart really is. That says a lot about your character and how much you respect what Christ did for the whole world. And that's why we should just shut this whole conversation down, because that's what people use to get um, those that, that love God. They always try to bring this one up. Well, how do you feel about homosexuals? Why is that the first thing on your mind? If you want to answer it in a way that's keening to your mind state where it helps you come out the closet, just say that. But why are you trying to find contradictions in the word of a Lord that you say you bow to? Why would you want to contradict your God like that? You hear what I'm saying? This is what Christ was trying to explain to the, to the people. If y'all believe in God, why are y'all trying to make God look bad right now? Why are y'all trying to make me seem like I'm contradicting God when I'm actually sent to praise God at the highest level possible? And I'm trying to teach y'all how to do that. Why are y'all trying to get me to take a step down and say, God is not a fair God. God is not a God of love. You hear what I'm saying? They don't see that because they're ungodly. They're wicked. And that's why I tell people, listen to how they talk. Watch how they react. When you say all praise to the most high, what God do you serve? I just told you. Well, how do you feel about homosexuals? Listen to the podcast. Oh, you're misleading. That's they, you're, you're the devil. I'm a devil, but I'm able to praise God. I never seen a devil be able to do it. You see what I'm saying? When you stand in your truth and you just love God for you, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta mind these people. 
You don't have to mind these people. If you're a homosexual listening to into this, or you have a homosexual friend or family member, because we all do, tell them to drop that mind state, that old mind, and get that new mind and that new spirit that lets them know that God loves them and wants to talk to them and embrace them so he can bless them and bring them to the promise that he promised them before they even came into this realm. You hear what I'm saying? Tell them don't mind the wicked and the ungodly. They already have been judged for their actions. Hell is not in your future, only heaven and salvation and the promise given to those that promise to bow to the most high. You feel me? Let's let's cut out the negativity. We don't we don't look at negativity more. We only seek righteousness. That means anything that we look at, we see the righteousness in it. Because it's in front of us. God has placed it in front of us. I don't care what situation it is. I don't care how this person is living. You can still see the righteousness in them because they breathe in the same air you breathe. So as we breathe the same air, let's use this air to praise the God that gave us this air. God, man. Glory be to God, man.